Hello and welcome to the Nightside Podcast. I'm your host Troy, aka Nightside PI. On today's episode, I'm going to go ahead and be talking about one of my all-time uh, favorite memories, which is going to Blockbuster. I have a recent story now that I've gone to at the last Blockbuster, and stick around to hear me talk about it. Thank you all for tuning in. I know it's been a little bit since I've uh, done a recording. I've tried to figure out kind of the best time to, to do everything, uh, maybe edit down kind of how I'm doing uh, doing this whole podcast as well, too. So I thank you for sticking with me uh, through everything. And, and I do promise to try and give a, a, little, a little bit more frequency in, in getting these episodes together. But I feel like on this episode especially, it was the right time to uh, get something together because I've been mostly wanting to focus a, a little bit more on my personal life when it comes to um, video games and kind of my experiences, what brought me to where I'm at now um, with video games. And one of the major parts of my history um, in video games comes from uh, Blockbuster, the video store. And for my listeners who uh, don't know exactly what Blockbuster is, it is a uh, movie rental store which also had uh, video games. And back before Netflix and streaming on internet, um, we would go to a video store to get all the newest movies and um, watch them that way. If you uh, would like to find out more information about uh, specifically Blockbuster or if you do definitely remember it and would like to go down a little bit of a nostalgia trip, I do recommend watching The Last Blockbuster, which also got me interested in going back um, because there is just one more Blockbuster in the world and that is located in Bend, Oregon. I am only a mere three, almost three and a half hours away from Bend, Oregon, um, from where I currently live, and I knew that it was going to be something that I just had to make a trip out there to to visit um, a place that held such a huge part in my life um, with video games. So I want to go back, before we get into my trip here, um, I want to go back to kind of what my history with Blockbuster was. Um, <clears throat> And this is, I think, where a lot of my passion came uh, into play with uh, playing different games and checking everything out and just just, just really exploring um, that aspect of uh, video games and actually getting an opportunity to play multiple games. Um, so I regularly, it was, I think, on uh, oh, regularly on a Friday, didn't matter, um, I, uh, how, how old I was, I think up until probably about middle school, I was constantly asking to go to Blockbuster, um, on a Friday. So that way I could go ahead and, uh, pick up, uh, a game for the weekend and my parents could have a movie for the weekend as well too. And Blockbuster in, in kind of my experience was always, uh, so, magical because I did like it was a place where I could just browse movies and look to see if it was something that interested me or even if something um you know wasn't on my radar it'd be a place where I could find something new and 
Um, my memories are always uh, going into the, the front door, always going straight to the game section that they had there and um, looking at all the, the new releases, see if there's any titles that I hadn't seen before and try to immediately just, just nab it up. Um, I remember uh, uh, a time where I was very, very adamant about getting Zone of Enders, um, a PlayStation, uh, uh, I want to say Zone of Enders 2 possibly, but it was a game that I was just so adamantly wanting to get, and my brother had worked at uh, Blockbuster during that time, so he was basically uh, hooded and on reserve. I could not wait. I couldn't wait for him to get off of his shift. So I, I just, I think I just complained enough to my mom to where she eventually just took me and we just ended up renting it. Um, <laughs> even though I think my brother could have gotten it for free possibly. Um, I just, I, I just, I couldn't handle it. That, that was my level of just like, I, I want to play a game really badly um, this weekend. <laughs> and so uh, it was only a natural fit for me in that one of my uh, first jobs was working at a blockbuster and um i want to say that that was my second or third job i want to say my third job um but this was um it was like a dream come true for me because i was um in a place where i felt comfortable with everything that was like around me the movies i felt comfortable recommending things and um my brother had worked in the same location um, now, as a, an interesting side story, my brother uh, eventually had uh, told me not to use his name as a reference as I found out later on that he was not doing the most employee-friendly type of things, such as uh, sneaking movies, um, which, you know, hey, I understand in, in, in that age. And, and this was, uh, just to clarify, right around the time where you could start burning DVDs and things like that so it was um you know like I said it was it was a time and uh once finding that out I <laughs> uh I was in the middle of my interview processes and I had uh tried to clarify that I was nothing like my brother at that point and um the the supervisor at that at uh, that location understood <laughs> luckily and I got hired on still um and I think it was due to just my passion for for what that you know job was to me and that it was helping people find movies and uh um you know getting everything kind of like together for them and it was it was just all something that i could see myself easily fitting into the aspect that um, i think didn't work out for me which is surprising now uh, when i think about it is it it was a very salesy type of job where you had to go around and walk the floor and see if anyone needed anything and I'm not that type of person to go around and like, do you need anything or any recommendations, things like that. Um, I think if it was it, it, video games and movies are going to be my area of expertise to recommend things to people. So I think starting out in that type of job just was again kind of teaching me what I preferred to to be around when I'm working um, and it was mostly again just not having to bug people but just like they're coming to me to ask for questions and things like that which which I enjoy now um, back on track uh, my 
<laughs> my love of Blockbuster is very deep. It's even uh, to the length of when you walk in, there's a certain smell to it as well, too. Um, I, I didn't think that it was true, but it actually is. Um, when making our trip, uh, uh, when I say we, I mean my wife and I and our dog, I uh, decided to take a trip from uh, Vancouver, Washington uh, to uh, Bend, Oregon. And as I mentioned, that was about a three, close to three and a half hour drive uh, over mountains and back down. Um, and it was a great drive. What I was thinking to myself the entire time was that I, I am going to a place where I haven't been to for years that can't be found anywhere else. Um, and the fact that it's a retail store um, is a little odd, but it's st- still something that I found um, worth this whole trip because it was, again, just something that was so much ingrained in my past um, and is not something that I can easily go to now. Um, it was important for me to to still experience this. So um, I had mentioned this earlier on uh this trip was mostly motivated through my uh, watching a movie called The Lost Blockbuster, which details this uh, uh, Bend location, its owner, and kind of everything that's gone on since the closure of the um, other blockbusters, the last other ones being uh, in Alaska. Uh, what makes this really special, too, was that um, it had, in this movie, a lot of... Um, people that I uh, look up to, including Kevin Smith, um, who talk into great detail about their nostalgia and remembrance of Blockbuster. Uh, this movie also talks about what happened exactly, because a lot of people do uh, say, hey, this was, uh, Blockbuster's downfall was due to Netflix, but really it was, it was a lot of other factors as well, too. So that, I think, is, is always an important watch. Um, um, if you get anything out of this podcast, I, I would definitely recommend that. But um, again, in this, it shows kind of what, what made Blockbuster really special and uh, being in that environment and um, how that's, that's not going to be around any, uh, anymore and, and most likely not going to be coming up anytime soon based on you know, how everything goes right now. So, <clears throat> excuse me, I am considering myself very lucky that I was able to go to the last blockbuster that exists, and um, upon getting there uh, through this trek of uh, a drive, I, I knew that I was very... <laughs> that it felt very homey when going directly into the blockbuster and seeing all the the rows of movies and as i was mentioning earlier on the smell that that hits you first off and it is it is actually a funnily a very unique smell of as best as i can describe it um candy but more of like packaged candy and um a little hint of uh, popcorn. Not strong, but just just a little hint. Um, And this particular blockbuster, I was um, really happy to see that they had uh, (laughs) 
from a, a show that I watch regularly called um, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. He had found out about the last blockbusters and made an offer to go ahead and send uh, movie props from Russell Crowe. Um, and this is also in the last blockbuster movie. You can see this as well, too. But essentially, a bunch of uh, movie props uh, were sent to those locations. And ultimately, when those locations shut down, they got sent to the last one here in Bend, Oregon. Uh, so going into the store and seeing all of that on display and the... Um, <laughs> I said the the smells, the the seeing the movies. There were no games. I did I did still check, but I believe that this has come down to just a movie uh, movie only location. Which don't blame them. <laughs> but um, they they even still have relevant titles, so it's not something where it's you know just uh, nothing but oldie DVDs. But it is something where it was it was so nice to see the. Um, the layout, the smell, it did get a little bit crowded. I swear that when we got there, it just it came high tide for everyone else to come at the same time. So it, it got a little stressful, but uh, ultimately I had um, just a giant smile on my face the entire time I was there. Um, and I couldn't think of a better um, location to bring out what was... Uh, inspiring me in video games and and the way that I w the way that I am now and I think that it it came down to two factors um, uh, of how I play games now one was that I got demo discs um, so a lot of my gameplay were small snippets of games and I could switch easily to different games to have a different experience um, and that was on a monthly basis on top of that I would go uh, as I mentioned every Friday to Blockbuster to rent a game and find something new. So I almost had a kind of a constant stream of trying out new and different video games um, without having to buy any actual video games. So um, and there were uh, points where I felt like I may have missed out by not fully completing certain games, but now I kind of realized in the grand scheme of how I play games now, which is all very similar. I tend to not play too, I, I will play longer than a demo's length of a, a video game, but I do tend to uh, start into a video game and then will be usually distracted by something else or wanting to just kind of get over with it and, and just move on. So um, it is something special when a game is able to hold my attention for, for long periods of time. But again, that I, I see now is is a huge contribution to how um, I used to play games is still current to how I, I play them now, uh, which is short bursts and moving on to the next one. Now, I didn't really have, especially when uh, Blockbuster's starting to close down and, and there weren't as many locations, I had to switch over to GameStop. And that's where I think a lot of their... Uh, once those stores started shining down, that's where they started to shine and get um, players to come in, get their uh, games regularly switched out and being able to, to get something new. Um, and that was, you know, again, good up until time, but you realize it's it's so much more costly. It, it can um, 
really put a dent in your wallet wallet pretty pretty fast and especially if uh, again you're like me um you'll you can go through games as quickly as a week and you know a brand new game spending 60 bucks um to to get that experience is it's not something you, you see as economic uh, economically stable for yourself so it wasn't until um getting uh internet when i had first moved out um and being able to uh purchase things online and have them as a permanent stable um where something it wasn't something i could turn back and get money for and and kind of switch that out it started changing how i was able to to start consuming games and what was the missing piece out of all of this was what luckily microsoft has answered for us game pass Game Pass is ultimately what has, uh, I think, been the culmination of what I wanted as uh, a gamer growing up. I wanted a a source of being able to play video games um, that's um, cheap and easy for me to do. So I have a monthly monthly subscription 15 bucks hey monthly 15 bucks for just a game in a month is spectacular like that's that's a discounted game you're getting over a hundred games and I'm, I'm of course talking about game pass ultimate that's the, that's the top tier so you're getting everything with live with the pc with cloud gaming with pretty much it has expanded into a way where i it it's so much more than I could ever want in in a service. And so it has now, I think, got me to a point as a gamer that I feel much more attuned to what I what I feel like I like in a video game. And, and it's still a broad spectrum. Like, I can still find a lot of joy in different types of games and, and wanting to reach into those different types of pools. And I see the problem that still arises of not being able to fully complete a game before you're distracted by something else. But ultimately, it still gives me the option to uh, get into a game that maybe I, I missed initially around uh, when it was coming out. And um, I've heard a lot of things, especially with Bethesda and people getting back into uh, games that they never were able to try, such as Prey or Dishonored, and how how much they're surprised at how good these games are, and that they really are great uh, great games that are on that service that are not just that too. But you start seeing the as any type of gamer really uh, the value that that um, service provides you so I want to wrap this up here um, with saying that if you do get the opportunity please support this last blockbuster Um, it has um, some amazing employees there um, from what I've seen in the movie what I was able to experience going there to the store Um, and I feel for those guys as well too because they get uh, busy every time this movie comes out on a major platform such as uh, Amazon or uh, in this case for me Netflix but um, yeah it's it's really important to if you can uh, go there and experience if if Blockbuster holds a special place for for you and um, if you want to educate you know your your kids or or whoever um, doesn't know about Blockbuster please Give them that, uh, give them that joy. They might look at you weird and be like, all right, dude, it's just like a store and, and no one goes there anymore, but it's, 
like it, it's a service that's kind of obsolete now too but you you can't help but just kind of love um that uh that type of store and that type of environment where you can go in and just talk about movies and games um and and rent those things and then come back and talk about those and and that that i i think i really do do miss about kind of the brick and mortar locations and going to those but um you know now it's just you know your group of friends and you talk about you know, what's on netflix and things like that as i am pitching a movie on netflix i do realize the irony on that but um ultimately please do support uh them you can go on uh the uh, their website where they do have products as well too i personally got a, a t-shirt that says um blockbuster and chill and my wife got a be kind rewind uh, t-shirt so everything there is just meant to to just kind of get into a little of a nostalgia itch and um yeah uh thank you for taking this journey with me through the night side and uh, uh on this trip of uh, going to blockbuster in my memory uh please stay tuned for some more uh, game news as well as uh, some more personal stories that i uh, like to share as well too you can find me on twitter at nightside pi uh, you can also uh, submit uh, any questions to me um, through my Gmail. That's uh, nightsidewelcome at gmail.com. And uh, thank you for listening. We'll see you soon.